Hello everybody and welcome to Moonday Musings. So I'm sorry that this is a little bit late um, and also I think I look a little bit disheveled <laughs> and it's quite dark. Um, <clears throat> so yes, this will be a little bit of a briefer one uh, this week because um, the day has just gotten away with me today. Uh, I think it's probably going to be like that, isn't it, for the next few weeks, because we have been, um, yeah, just trying to get some things done in um, in time for Christmas. Um, and me and my family, so my mom and dad, are uh, coming over tomorrow, and we're actually going to do a little something for St Nicholas's Day, um, just have a little Christmas lunch together um or like a, a buffet type thing um and exchange some little um little gifts ahead of christmas so i um got this idea from my beloved book merry midwinter not mine as in i wrote it <laughs> just to clarify um it's just my one of my favorite books that i own but uh, of course, the author is uh, Gillian Monks, and she, well, she describes so many different days um, between Samhain and the end of January that um, you can celebrate and you can honour. And um, one of the days that stood out for me, and I just thought it was such a nice idea, was St Nicholas Day. It's a nice day to remember kindness because the stories of Saint Nicholas himself he was incredibly generous and kind and looked out for those in need and I think that's a really important part of this time of year um, and the magic of this time of year is, is really trying to look out for each other being kind being generous of heart um, <clears throat> doing what we can uh, for those in need so I think the yeah it's a nice day to pause and think about that um, you know and many of course the origins of Father Christmas a lot of the I mean folklore I have to say at this time of year is very complex because lots of the stories lead in to each other because as well as St Nicholas and then Father Christmas we and Krampus and Wild Peter and all of these amazing um, characters there's also so many witches uh from this time of year christmas witches and winter witches um and i would like to do a separate episode on that for my episode for the winter solstice so i will try and get that released fairly soon we can have a little look at the folklore in a little bit more detail um but going back to tomorrow one of the things that she writes about is that her her mom used to on it, St Nicholas Day in a little way, just by giving her little gifts that would help in the lead up to Christmas. So it might be sellotape with some gift tags or some wrapping paper or a Christmas CD that you could listen to. Not that we use those now. But, you know, one of the things I thought about is sometimes a lot of the things that I want to gift to my family, my parents, my husband, all uh, my daughter as well it, it are things that you might actually prefer to use in the lead up to Christmas so um, that's what we're going to do tomorrow anyway exchange little gifts um, so I'll let you know next week how it went but I've just laid the table got everything ready so I'm excited because uh, it's really everything's starting to feel quite festive now which is nice 
Um, so yeah, briefly then, because I'm about to head out and teach yoga class tonight, so I can't be, um, <clears throat> I can't go over like I do sometimes. <laughs> um, so yeah, today, moon day, Monday, the 5th of December. So this can also be celebrated as part of St. Nicholas Day. Um, sometimes the traditional festivities would begin on the eve the night before people would leave out stockings or shoes um, which would then be filled with um, chocolates or presents gold coins I think and um, those chocolate gold coins I think was quite traditional um, to leave so the moon today so this week as I mentioned in last week's episode this is our journey to the full moon this week and it'd be interesting to just reflect on the weekend and how that has been for you I found Friday and Saturday quite challenging personally because of that waxing moon in Aries and Aries just always makes me grumpy quick to anger irritable <laughs> um so yeah I found yesterday and today much easier because the moon has been in my sign in Taurus um, so I always just feel like myself, I feel grounded, I feel present. It wasn't a, the best day to go to the shops because <laughs> that part of my character, the Taurian, was like, oh, shiny, shiny, pretty. Um, so yeah, I did spend a little bit more than I would have uh, perhaps planned to. So today the moon is in Taurus. Um, I think the moon is, yeah, the moon is also in Taurus tomorrow as well. And then We've got our full moon in Gemini taking place. So early hours, technically of Thursday morning in the UK. Um, but really, you'll be able to see it, perceive it as a full moon Wednesday night if you're in the UK and then Thursday night as well. But I think it's at its fullest. That point is something like 4 a.m. on Thursday morning. But as always with the full moon, you've got that time either side, you know, so you might be feeling into it tomorrow, Wednesday and um, and Thursday or Thursday, Friday and Saturday. But it's in Gemini, Wednesday and Thursday. OK, so we'll come back to the full moon in a moment, but just to know what's happening the rest of the week. Moon is moving into Cancer for the weekend including Friday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're going to have a slightly waning energy after the full moon. So that waning gibbous energy in Cancer. So just an awareness around that Cancer can be quite emotional and can be quite sensitive. And if lots of stuff has been stirred up by that full moon, then we might be just a little bit more sensitive to that as the moon then shifts through Cancer. Cancer is the sign of, of nurturing and nourishment and care. So really think about how you're going to support yourself post full moon. Um, so maybe just taking a little bit of time for yourself over the weekend. If you can listen to your heart, um, don't judge yourself too heavily. If the full moon kind of hits you sideways a little bit or you don't feel quite yourself or you do feel quite emotional. So the full moon in Gemini is called well the, the full moon in December is called a few different names so the most common one seems to be the cold moon which makes sense in the northern hemisphere it's also referred to depending on of course where it is the moon before yule 
I believe one of its names too is the darkest depths moon, which also makes sense as we journey towards the winter solstice now. We are in the darkest time of the year. These are the darkest days. Um, so what I find really beautiful about the full moon before you all is that this lunar energy, this moonlight is almost the most powerful of the year because the nights are so long. So we've got this, um, yeah, these huge hours, huge lengths of of darkness I think at the moment it's going dark about four o'clock 4 30 over here it's a long amount of dark but it means we have the moon for longer uh so I feel like lunar energy yeah yin energy um feminine energy is more potent in the winter time which makes sense doesn't it the solar the yang the masculine energy is dominant in the summer so have a little think about that as we move towards the solstice. You know, what would it be like for you to lean into the lunar, to connect to the moon a little bit more, to the feminine, to the softness, to the receptivity, to that time to uh, really connect to your intuition and your needs and your emotional and your soul self. So letting go a little bit of the yang of the action and the outward and really tuning in here to the inward and just trying to really um, honour that more and more as we continue spiralling towards the winter solstice on the 21st. And then, of course, we will be spiralling back out, lights increasing, days lengthening. OK, so full moon in Gemini I think is is a really lovely positive full moon it's a sign Gemini is a sign that's very uh, creative it's a lot to do with the mind creative thought <clears throat> kind of like invention clarity they're very inspired by things they can be a little bit too um, quick <laughs> they can sometimes split from one thing to the next being very mercurial mercury being its ruling planet um but this will work really beautifully with the new moon and sagittarius energy that we worked with and the sun still being in the sign of sagittarius so for this full moon the sun will be in sagittarius that beautiful positive joyful expansive fire sign and then gemini expansive positive air sign I think these two work really really well together so it's a nice time to um think think about your life think about your wishes your dreams your goals travel with your mind be curious about things be inspired I always like this little mantra when it gets to a Gemini moon to let yourself follow your whimsy so enjoy connecting to your inner child. Let yourself be led by curiosity and playfulness and allow that to kind of give you a little bit of nourishment over these dark days to, um, yeah, to fill yourself up maybe with, I don't know, fantasy adventures, whether that's kind of via books or things that you're going to watch on TV, allowing yourself to lean into the magic of this time of year, maybe exploring folklore, 
if you're like me and you're interested in that. Um, but yeah, it's a positive energy. I think Sagittarius and Gemini create this lovely um, uplifting feeling, this expansive feeling. And what both of them share to you is the love of connection with others. They love to learn from other people, talk to other people. Um, so it's a really nice time, again, going back to that idea at this time of year, it's sort of being um, generous of spirit and looking out for people. Instead of getting into that headspace of rushy, rushy, don't have time, try and be present in the spaces where you are. And if you notice, you know, if maybe that person next to you in the queue just needs a little bit of small talk, you know, a little bit of conversation. This can be a really lonely, very lonely, difficult time of year for people. And it's easy to forget that if we have an abundance of people in our life and we're sort of busy prep preparing for things, but, you know, imagine being someone that doesn't have a lot of people in their life and seeing everybody else so busy, you know, um, making preparations in this way, it can be really, really lonely. So using these two signs to just help to look out a little bit and take care of the people around you. You know, we don't have to you know overdo it we don't have to um you know put ourselves on the bottom of the list or anything like that but sometimes just having a little bit more presence mindfulness and kindness it's such a nice time of year to do that because people are quite receptive to you know to a bit of conversation a bit of kindness letting someone else go in front of you you know otherwise it can just get all crunchy at this time of year and everyone's rushing around bumping each other and being rude in their cars you know it can it can feel a little bit like that sometimes so be that light uh, that you want to see in the world slow down and come into your heart space yeah and that's really lovely part of Gemini is caring for the collective um sometimes their shadow side actually can be too much in their thoughts and too self-focused that they do forget those around them so it's a good time to look at that shadow too and just say okay I need to come into the heart be a little bit more aware of what's going on around me so looking at the time I'm trying to be concise but you know I do find it hard I am a waffler <laughs> so this week if you're looking at the um the advent wreath or the solstice prayer wheel that I mentioned last week from Bridget's Grove although there's lots of different variations on this practice but the second candle for this practice was lit yesterday but of course if you are just learning about this now it's never too late to join in so you can light your candle today. The second candle represents the element of fire and it is associated with peace so the whole of your week this week you can think about honouring peace in your heart, in the collective with the people that you spend your time with and trying to keep hold of that peace in your heart as you move through this week. And then next week, so on Sunday leading through to next week, the third candle will be lit, which is the element of water and is associated with joy. Okay. Um, one thing I wanted to share with you, so one, one of the things that I'm making into a little bit of a ritual um, this month in particular, because it is so dark, I have been getting up a little bit earlier. 
and I really enjoy that little bit of time where everyone else is still asleep, the dogs are still asleep, all is still asleep, <laughs> my husband's still asleep, the house is quiet, and there's this darkness that just, the simple act of lighting a candle can feel really quite magical, I think, at this time of the year when the house is so dark and so quiet. And so I've been doing that, not, not you know, getting up at six or anything like that. I'm not a morning person, but just getting up like half an hour earlier um, and lighting a candle or a few candles and doing my journaling. I've been doing my reading journal. I've been actually signing up to a few free things. So some yin yoga, um, like a, a free yin yoga five day thing and then a free 40 day yoga thing and I'm trying to really emphasize more meditation more mindfulness more self-care at this time of year because I do find that I get really tired and I do get overwhelmed and my body starts to feel kind of stiff um, and tight so yeah I wanted to share that because it's been really uh, special to me and really helpful to me to just have a little bit of time just for myself just for ritual and to really really connect to the dark and the magic the quiet magic of winter so I made this the other day in Greenwich the course for next year we're going to be doing lots and lots of crafts like this as well as everything else that we're doing um but look this is my pressed flower lantern so it's a glass jar and then pressed flowers and the light, I have to say, the, the glow from this is absolutely gorgeous. So this is my favorite thing <laughs> to light at the moment. It's just a tea light candle inside and an old yogurt pot, um, yogurt glass pot. So nice way to recycle. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to make quite a few actually of these because they are just gorgeous. And because the flowers all came from my summer garden, it's a really nice way to reconnect um or keep the magic of those flowers through the winter as well um so yeah that is probably it for me for this week um so go gently with yourselves try and remember to stay in the heart honor the word of the week peace um i hope that this full moon treats you well and i will see you next week um it may or may not be a little bit late again depending on what is going on um but next week we'll be looking at the build-up again towards solstice we'll be um looking at that third candle on the solstice wheel and we'll be looking at the waning lunar energy all right so take care of yourselves and i'll see you next week bye everyone <laughs>